2: Let me tell you who I am. I am a survivor, a teenage mother, a welfare recipient, and a woman. I am a teacher, life coach, minister, lawyer, and author. I've had my share of breakups, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. I did my work and put my life back together piece by piece. I am Ian Van Zandt, and I am here to help you do your work. In Socrates, New York, I've got a family in breakdown, and everybody agrees on one thing. It's the father who's the problem. Robert and Donna are the classic story of young love. They met 36 years ago as teenagers, got married, and started a family, raising their five children. We were a team, and we were freely showed our love for each other but after his mother died 18 years ago robert's family says he started drinking raging and led his family into a dark and scary place
3: robert was an angry drunk most of the time i was
4: being much more aggressive when i was under the
3: influence when he would drink he was mean
4: And I'm just a very
2: immature abuser of what could be a very fun thing. For Robert's son Ryan, the darkness became a reality. His alcoholism got so out of control that he was featured on the A&E show Intervention.
3: I'm sure watching his father's drinking, you know, there was always beer in the house.
2: Within the family, there were alcoholics. And it is genetic. Ryan's family says that he's now been sober for the past two years. In the midst of all the family darkness and dysfunction, sisters Frankie and Lauren say they were sexually violated by a neighbor. Robert found out years later, but did nothing. Robert says he considers himself sober, but never went to rehab. I can count on one hand how many drinks I've had in the last four years. I just walked away from it. Even though he's not drinking much anymore, Robert's anger and rage continue to wreak havoc on his family. I'm not part of I'm not part of anything anymore. And
3: all right, but what I'm saying is Everyone away. You've pushed everyone away. It's not the other way around. I would like Robert to be aware of how his words hurt people. He's told me like that I'm not that smart. We were arguing, and we both started raising our voices. And he said something like, "Um, you're poison, and I'm glad you're going away to school.
2: Donna has completely checked out of her marriage. Donna uh, no longer sleeps in the bedroom.
3: I just, I can't, I can't even be alone
2: with him. And the children say they despise their father.
3: My two younger sisters, they, they have no respect for him.
2: My children do
4: laugh, lash out at me, and that hurt.
3: My sister, Alexis, called him a dick.
4: Donna just sat there. I thought, your daughter just called her father a dick. And you have nothing to say about that?
2: If the Gomez family continues in this way, both their children and their marriage are at stake.
3: A therapist told me, a few years ago that I should leave. And financially, it's just too hard.
4: I've tried, I've done everything I could, I really have. And so I'm out of resources. Now it's up to her, now it's on her.
3: I wanna know that I'm not hurting my girls and I need to either have the courage to move on or, or
2: fix what's here. Imagine what it's like to live in a house where nobody likes you. Nobody. How do you navigate that? How do you heal it? That's what I'm here to discover. Good morning. Hi, welcome. How are you? Are you Donna? I am. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Great nice to meet to see you. you, too, my love. How are you? Uh, OK. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, people. Hello. Gomez people. There's one family member who is not present, Robert and Donna's son, Ryan. He chose not to be here today. So, Mr. Robert? Yes. Are you the head of this household? Yes. OK. So, Mr. Robert, why am I here?
4: We have seem to have lost the ability to deal with each other
2: in a sane way. Mm -hmm. So, Miss Donna, you're the heart at the head. You wrote me, Mm -hmm. so why am I here?
3: I feel like Robert checked out. You know, doesn't want to deal with a lot of things. And um, there's just a lot of problems.
2: He checked out.
3: Well, yeah, emotionally, and his anger has pushed everyone away.
2: Okay, who's the eldest? The
3: Why eldest. am I here? There's just so much fighting, um, and it's just hard to live with. And you for live everyone. here. Yes, I live here. And you yeah. have
2: your own family.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Who's next in line? Me. It's a I big village.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: I don't live here.
2: OK. But you're part of the village. Yeah. yeah. But
3: I'd like to take a step away from the village sometimes. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miss Francesca. Uh,
3: I just feel like we need a lot of more communication here because a lot of us have shut down.
2: Uh-huh. I have. Good Dad ownership. Has, That's what you call ownership. Oh, I have I've to. shut down. Well. Yeah? Baby girl, why am I here? <laughs>
3: because no one gets along anymore.
2: Is that sad for you? Mm Mm-hmm. And let me see. You must be 15. Tell me what the sad part is.
3: That no one can have, like, conversations anymore without fighting.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) Daddy, put your arms around her. What do those tears represent about you? Oh. (laughs) Failure.
4: Everything was just wonderful. We all had a great time. And then it literally, in a very eerie kind of way, just
2: plummeted. Okay. This is the Gomez family. It's a hand. And in order for me to get a clear understanding, I've got to have an impression of all of the fingers, the palm, everything. And the only way that we're going to get to a clear impression is, number one, your readiness and your willingness to tell the absolute truth. Mm -hmm. Are you in?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: There are some easy and convenient truths that you can tell, like he's the problem. That's easy and convenient but there are some hard, inconvenient truths that I want to dig up to make you whole again. I need to talk to you, Miss Frankie, okay? In a family that's falling apart, the first order of business is to secure the children. So I'm starting with the two daughters who say they've been sexually violated. I know there's some experiences that you've had that you said you weren't really comfortable talking about.
3: It just, it comes back when I think about it.
2: Because you haven't healed it.
3: I never really talked to my mom about it.
2: You never really talked to your mom about it?
3: Well, I told, she knows and she knows what happened, but it hurts her to know. And? And I don't like, I don't like being the one that hurts people.
2: No, 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 no. That's, see, you got that all wrong. Your parents have two jobs to take care of themselves and to take care of you. And it was their responsibility to address it. Was it ever addressed by your parents? Um, by my mom, it was. Have you ever talked to your dad about it? No. Frankie is not alone in her pain. Need a hug? <laughs> her sister Lauren experienced the same trauma.
3: Hello.
2: How are you, darling? Let me ask you, does your father know?
3: I don't know. I don't know if I care if he knows.
2: Okay, does your mom know?
3: Yeah.
2: How does it make you feel that your father didn't protect you? I didn't put that on him. Why not? (laughs) That was his job. That was his job. To protect and provide. Yeah. It's heartbreaking to know that through this experience, these young women feel like they've been emotionally abandoned. I thank you for sharing that much with me.
0: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
1: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. (laughs) Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.
2: The breakdown of this marriage has created a disconnect that runs through the entire family. So I'm meeting with Donna, the lady of the house, because it's time that she starts facing some inconvenient truths. So, mm, 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 mm. you wrote me. I did. 31 years of marriage Mm -hmm. to the same man. Tell me your love story with Mr. Robert.
3: Um, we met when I was 16. We started going out when I was 18. We got engaged, like, right away. Yeah, that's before, right before we got married.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about that man looking at you. Tell me about him.
3: He was a lot of fun, and, um, We laughed and
2: enjoyed the same things. You met him at 16. You started dating at 18. He was a little older. uh, And you got married at 22 and had your first baby at what? 23. Did you expect your husband to be there for you and your children? Yeah. Was he there for you and your children? Not a lot. Okay. Did you tell your husband? That his daughters had been sexually violated. Mm-hmm. How many years ago was this? Three or four, I guess. And what did you say to him?
3: That one of the neighbors sexually abused.
2: And what Lauren. does that mean, sexually abused?
3: They've never completely told me exactly what he did to them.
2: Let me see if I have this correctly. Your mother and your daughter tells you that somebody sexually assaulted them, and you don't know book, chapter, and verse what happened?
3: I didn't want to... I didn't want to hurt them anymore. I didn't...
2: The girls. I didn't want to... You didn't require your husband to serve up a can of whip-ass? The girls asked us not to. Asked us?
3: They, they didn't want us to confront the family. They didn't want us to press charges. Since when so... do
2: the children govern the parents' behavior? When does, when does that happen? And do you get the impact that that has had on your daughters? Because what it looked like is, somebody hurt me and my daddy wasn't there for me. You created that. Mm-hmm. How did you communicate to your husband that you was out?
3: Well, I don't wear my wedding ring. I don't sleep in
2: the bed with him. You left your marital bed. Mm -hmm. When?
3: During Frankie's seizures. She was 14 or 15, I guess. And she was in the hospital for a week. Mm -hmm. And the doctor pulled me out and said that they were psychogenic seizures and that it usually stems from abuse at an early age. Mm-hmm. At that point, I didn't know. So she brought her mattress into the family room, and she would sleep on the floor on her mattress, and I would sleep on the couch next door.
2: So you left your husband to sleep with your daughter.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Is she still sleeping on the floor in the family room? No. Well, she's back to her room, but yeah. you're still on the couch.
3: Yeah. Mm. Well, I have a frozen shoulder. And? <laughs> and it j- feels better on the couch.
2: Is it a frozen shoulder or a frozen heart?
3: mm
2: Well, a shoulder's a good excuse, I guess. It's a lie. Mm.
3: We don't really talk to each other. We try not to be left alone in the room with him because whoever's in the room with him is the one
2: he starts screaming at. Well, you know what? I think I would scream, too. If my wife so dishonored, disrespected, and dismissed me as to abandon the marital bed, lie to me about it, take my wedding ring off, I guess I would feel kind of bad, too. There are two people at the head of a kingdom. The man and the woman, the head and the heart. And really, once the heart leaves, what you got left is a shell. Mm. And what's the reward that you get at the end? The kids.
3: Your kids are kind of messed up. I know.
2: I know. It's time for the man of the house to face reality. Hello. Hello, Mr. Robert. It'll come down for you. (laughs) Come on, sit down. I figure i will give you a change of environment. Tell me why you think I'm here.
4: I feel like I'm sort of on an, the outside looking in with them, and
3: mm-hmm.
4: and that I'm uh, I have no value. My opinions and my what I what I think needs to be done it seems to always be a problem, not only for them but for Donna as well.
2: But this is your kingdom. How are they gonna push you out of your well, kingdom?
4: Because when I get assertive. And I start to, yeah. stick up for myself.
2: Yeah,
4: I'm accused of being a bully again and yelling and whatever. So,
2: so tell me how you lashed out when your wife told you that your daughter had been sexually molested. They never told me
4: until years later. My anger was, oh my God! I said, ah, I'm th- and I'm finding about it now. I was hurt, and uh, a couple of years later, I wanted to go looking for him. I wanted to call the police. I wanted to to do something. And why didn't
2: and you?
4: Because Donna was like, no, don't go there. And that Francesca did not want me to, to to do that.
2: So are you saying to me that you didn't know that Lauren had been violated? I found out after Francesca was, and then that's when I found out. Mr. Robert, here's what I want you to hear. You have a son who was an alcoholic teenager, two daughters who were sexually violated in their teens. How does that happen on your watch? I wasn't watching. That's the problem. And it didn't happen in my house. It happened on your watch, meaning these were your children. Tell me how the king protects the kingdom. How does he do it?
4: Well, I I know how to do it, but I... I'm trying to avoid losing my wife because Donna will leave me in a second if I dare Mr. Try to Mr. Robert, do that.
2: she's already gone. I, I, I want you to hear what I'm saying, Mr. Robert. She's already gone. She's not in the bed. She doesn't wear her ring.
4: I can't stand that.
2: Well, Mr. Robert, what well, are you doing about what's it? What's the alternative? I can't... I, well, we... you said I'll never give her a divorce. You said that. I'm not
4: saying that we we... We have to stay together, but I'm not going to grant her an easy Let divorce. Me ask you, she made a promise. She made a promise. Yeah, she made a promise, and I made a promise. And what side if
2: of. she changed her mind? And it is for me. And what if she it's changed It's a sacrament
4: that I'm not going to break.
2: And It's already broken. Till death do us part. Death of what? Death of communication? Death of intimacy? Death of respect? What's the sacrament here?
4: That I, when I agreed to to marry, that part of it was that I was not going to sever this union. Right now, I'm out of work. I now have to face an enormous mortgage on unemployment, and I'm 60 years old.
2: Would your father be proud of you for tolerating this? Oh, God, no. So why do you dishonor his memory? Boy, you know how to get me to... (laughs) Would your father be proud of the way you have accommodated, accepted, allowed, tolerated yourself being diminished, dismissed, denied, dishonored, and disrespected because of fear? Would your father be proud of that?
4: I always lived in the fear of losing 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 them, losing, losing
2: everything I had. Losing everything you had and are you aware that you're lost in anyhow after speaking with robert for a few hours it became clear that he is a man who lives in a house where nobody likes him he needs to step out of this chaos let me tell you something mr robert now you may get some kind of high out of putting yourself down Stop putting yourself down. I'm not impressed, nor do I feel sorry for you. Step into the man that you are. Step into it. I'ma save your dignity tonight. Okay. I want you to go inside your home. I want you to get a bag, and I'm going to put you up somewhere else tonight. You go into the hotel to regain your throne.
3: Okay, are you okay then? Yeah, they have to go. Oh they oh I know but he's bad Oh you no. oh, should be sorry, Daddy.
2: I'm going to be <sighs> Hello! Are you ready? Yes, we are. You got three ready. more minutes. Come on, you got, we're going this way. we going out the front oh, door. The king don't walk out the back door. Let's go, kingy-poo. I sent Robert to a hotel last night because he needed time away from his home where nobody likes him and everybody blames him for everything. You never know what you have until it's gone. It surprised me that Robert's family cared that he was leaving. My dad's never
3: left uh, the house without me knowing where he was going, especially not for the night. I'm feeling
0: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's day two in Saugerties, New York.
2: Good morning. Good morning. How, are, how are, you? are you? Good. After a night away, I wonder if Robert is ready to do what's required to reclaim his throne. I'm good. I'm and good. how did you do? All by yourself. Oh, yeah. I loved it. You did? <laughs> yes. Any new awarenesses for you? Oh yeah. Tell me. Talk to me. My awareness. Uh,
4: well, I'm gonna now stand my ground quietly, softly.
2: What was the yelling about for you? For me, it was to be heard. Yes. They were not listening. Yeah. So I got louder. And so when you when you say you want to be heard, what that requires is you change. People's listening of you. That means you have to be different. Mm -hmm. You have to be different. Okay, so I want to give you some energy. Let's see if we can move some energy because sometimes when you stay in the same space and you do the same thing, you get your energy gets stuck. So stand up for me for a minute. Okay, stand there. I want you to take a stand here. Bounce a little. Just bounce. From here. Don't care. Yeah. just let your arms hang. Ha 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 ha. The way the way I lost, I lost my from my here, from
4: here, from here. Self respect, self respect is, is I allowed. It to be taken away from me. I gave it away. I gave it. away. I gave it away. <laughs> I gave, <laughs> it away. I gave it away. I gave it away. I gave it away. I gave it away. You did. Oh.
2: You did, you gave it away by affirming what you're not. Yeah, you gave it away. Your dignity, your self-respect, your confidence, you gave it away. Because nobody can take those things from you. And as a man, if you give that away, what are you standing on? Eggshells. Tell me what you really, really want.
4: I want to, to feel love. Last night when I was leaving, I felt loved. Yes. Yeah. The thought of me not being there seemed to devastate them. They were worried about me. They cared about me. Including uh, Donna, which I had always felt before, but lost. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, not that you weren't lost, you weren't present. So, I'm going to go talk to Miss Donna. Clear acknowledgments of where you went off path and affirmation of yourself. That's going to be so sexy to her. You, You may throw us out to get upstairs in that room, with you? Then let's get moving. (laughs) Please. (laughs) It's time for Miss Donna to realize she has equal responsibility in the breakdown of this family. Sometimes as women, when we get afraid that our men aren't going to rise up,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: not only do we attack them, we punish them.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Have you been punishing Mr. Robert?
3: Yes, I have.
2: Because? Why?
3: Because he just didn't seem like he could handle things. So I would just
2: do it instead. And then get mad? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that women behave badly is she elicits her children to support her in ways that are inappropriate.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Tell me what I'm talking about.
3: That I side more with them than with him?
2: and get them to side with you.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: There is no way that your ch- your children should be speaking to their father the mm-hmm. way they do, mm-hmm. not in your presence. You've allowed it, accepted it, accommodated it, tolerated it. Yeah. What do you want to happen?
3: I want to work on it. I want him to, I want to work on myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I want to make things right.
2: <laughs> well, hello, family. Hello. <laughs> oh. In order for this family to truly heal, we must address the broken bond between husband and wife. So I've, I've already spoken to both of you individually, and I think this is the time for us to come together collectively, the two of you, so that you can clear the decks in order to be able to go forth as a united front, or not, whatever you choose. Is this your friend? She always was. That's your friend. Yeah. Did you forget that? <laughs> yeah. So I want you to look at your friend over here. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want you to ask her. When did you stop seeing me? When did you
4: stop seeing me? When did you stop caring? When did you stop caring?
3: I guess after the girls were born, you just always seemed so mad at everything. Your anger made me feel like I couldn't say anything to you. About anything.
2: Okay, take a breath. Look at your friend. You're fighting with the girl scares me.
3: You're fighting with the girl scares me. Yeah. And it hurts them. And it hurts me.
2: And what is it that you need to confess? What is I your have
3: response pushed for? you out.
2: Tell them I how have you did it.
3: Taken on all the responsibility so that you weren't involved in anything.
2: What else? I moved out of our bedroom because
3: it scared me to just be alone with you because I would be afraid of the arguments. It's just easier to push you aside than to deal with the problem. I need help to deal with this family. I don't want to do it alone. I want you to do it with me. I hear you. And you got
2: it. What's your confession?
4: Come on. What's your confession? I got loud because I felt as if no one was listening. I allowed you guys to speak badly to me to make me feel useless. I've I lost my dignity. I gave it away. I gave it away. And I am a whole new person, I can tell you this. Good, because we need it. <laughs> okay. I know we can be a wonderful team and I know we love our daughters.
2: Do you like him? Yeah,
4: tell him I like
3: you. I do, I like <laughs> you. Yeah. Do you like her? Oh yeah you like her. I like <laughs> I like
4: you. <laughs> I would love for you to rejoin me in her bedroom and put your rings on. But if you're
2: not ready, I'll be wait for you with open arms. Okay. So what is the commitment that you are making to your husband for moving forward?
3: That I my am... My commitment to my you. My commitment to you is that I will stand on my own and include you. And
2: what is the commitment that you're making to her?
4: I commit to live up to all those vows I said 32 years ago that I failed to do recently.
2: No more pain. Now, there are a couple of things that I think you have to deal with. Y'all have got to come up with a way to heal this thing with your daughter's violation. These young women have to know that it, either their father didn't know mm-hmm. or there was some agreement that he wouldn't do it. With. They have to know that it mattered to them, mm-hmm. that somebody hurt them. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all need to clean that up, particularly you. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Oh, we will. We will. Here come the villagers.
4: Here they are.
2: Very good. You see how the age order just fell in July. Not even have to I love it. I love it. I love it. You want to share with the villagers some things that you are aware of that you would like them to know? Forgive me for a number one, above all.
4: Raising my voice. Forgive me for not being there at times when I should have been. Please, forgive me for that. do. Forgive me for not being the leader that I should be, and will be, and am. And forgive me for allowing you guys to to at times strip me of my dignity, where I lost my self-respect to the point where I felt useless and Worthless,
2: period. And Queenie Poo, is there anything you would like to tell the village about their experience and treatment of your husband? Right, and I will
3: no longer tolerate anyone disrespecting their father in my presence.
2: Now, this is going to be an unlearning and a relearning process. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to commit to it. No. So we may have a few slip and falls, and that's when
1: you—huh? Yep. Is that Call the sound? Up. Yep. Yes. The sound. Well, no, it's gonna
4: be—it's gonna be within me. Yeah. But, uh, I don't want you to leap out
2: of your skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have a, a brief exercise I want to do with you and your dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You and your dad. So stand up for me. Come on, King Robert, stand up for me. (laughs) Hold your daughter's hands. And I want you to look at her. And I want you to Mm -hmm. repeat after me. Look at your dad. Mm -hmm. I love you. I love you. And I am so, so sorry.
3: And I am so, so sorry. that That I completed. That I could have ever done anything to hurt you. Please,
2: Please forgive. I forgive you. <laughs> and I love you. Come here, Miss Baby Lady. Oh, your daddy. Okay, we're gonna flip the script. I
4: love you. I love you. And I am so, so sorry that I wasn't present enough for you and I support system for you. Please forgive me. Thank you. Now, hug my baby girl.
3: I love you, and I am so, so sorry that I didn't accept the times when you tried, because I pushed away too. It was never just you. Please forgive me. Mm -hmm.
4: I forgive you, baby. Oh, boy, now I'm going to get all tranced I love you. And I am so, so sorry that I wasn't there to protect you. Please forgive me. And I'm so sorry that I created a situation where you didn't have a mommy and a daddy together as a support system for you. And I wasn't the daddy that you needed (laughs) or wanted. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you for sharing your space and your time with me. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you. Thank you. For living up
4: to everything we thought you were going to (laughs) be.
2: My work here is done. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Robert. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you.
1: Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean,